millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. Stay ahead of all the big games in the best league in the world, the Premier League. With the latest odds, form guides, expert opinions and more. The fans are the players at Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18 plus, begambleaware.org. T's and C's apply. Game Day Podcasts from Talk Sport. Subscribe on Acast, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Day, the appendix. You lucky people, or you gluttons for punishment, whichever way you see it. Thank you. I know you've all downloaded uh, the Game Day podcast in your tens of millions. Thanks for all the awards as well, by the way, in the recent awards season. Um, but this is even better. This is the appendix. And I love it, the idea that it might be a useless organ. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll leave that alone for now. This is the appendix. Nature doesn't even want the appendix anymore, does it? <laughs> this is the appendix to the Game Day podcast, where the bits of stuff that we know you'd like to know about, but didn't quite make the cut and thrust of the first show, i.e. not rubbish. Great stuff, but just enough space for it. Give us 15 minutes and we'll we'll give you a load of another great stuff. Mark Smith is with me. So is Mark Webster. Um, and uh, Mark Smith is going to start with some stuff for the appendix. Yeah, so this is the story. I mean, it's a, it's a bizarre one. One of my favourite ever players in my entire life to watch was Ronaldinho. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Someone who I've, I've... He would do stuff frequently that I just had never, ever seen before and probably haven't really seen since. You see a few people you know, trying similar things. He's yeah, the most gifted... Ball player I've ever seen play, and that includes Messi. Messi's yeah. a better footballer, but yeah. in terms of playing the ball, I'd rather watch Ronaldinho than than any of those guys. I think. Right. Um, and and during his playing time, he would do all sorts of mad things. And off the pitch, he lived in a hotel rather than you know have a normal life in the suburbs. Um, and it seems as though his life got has his gone... own samba band. Has he really? Has he? Samba band. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So again, music there. Now, this is oh, very yeah. interesting because uh, um, what was the name of the Peruvian fellow who played for Newcastle? Uh, Nobby, Solano. Nobby Solano. Nobby Solano. He Trump had a mariachi band, band. He had That's, a mariachi yeah, band. Yeah. Oh, yeah, trumpet. His face was on a coin. Oh, in, uh, wow. Yeah. So already the appendix home. is better than the main show, isn't it? A <laughs> uh, packet of chips, please. That'll be uh, Nobby. <laughs> yeah, two Excellent. Nobbies. Yeah, 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 nice. <laughs> face is on coins. I've got a real problem coming up now. Um, I look, is this a Queen it, thing again? No, no. Democratic decision uh, for the UK to leave the uh, EU. Um, uh, I didn't approve, but that, I think you had to do it once you had a referendum. They're going to celebrate this with this 50p coin with one of my great heroes, Sherlock Holmes, is one of my absolute obsessions. And now I won't be able to enjoy the coin Been until, besmirched. of course, in my do- dotage, I don't remember what it was for anymore. And I just look at it, I think it's very nice indeed. Where were you going with Ronaldinho? Although, of course, well, it's funny. Funny. isn't it nice that the image would be a fiction and not real? Yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of like the extra nature addict. of that. Exactly, yeah. quite right, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny you bring up the, uh, the, the Brexit thing there because we're changing the passports as well. Which brings me back to Ronaldinho. Ah, Ronaldinho, all week. Not my first time. Ronaldinho has been—he's been been caught in Paraguay trying to enter Paraguay on a fake passport. 
and I mean, there's, there's so you're one, one of the most footballer, one of the most yeah. famous people in South America ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's now. But why did he need a fake passport? I've got no idea. I mean, he's, he's in court he's at the minute, so I don't know how much we can say about it. But that's the charge been levelled that he's been entering on a fake, him and his brother on a fake passport, and it just seems absolutely bizarre to me that 15 years ago to the day he was scoring that absolute world class. Goal against Chelsea, we all remember. Little yeah. shimmy, little samba dance, essentially, on the penalty, no penalty area. No backlift. No at all. <laughs> Toe poke straight past Petacek. 15 years on, he's, he's got a dodgy passport trying to enter a, a, a country he I, shouldn't I, be I in. I must now. admit, if you told me that Ronaldinho had a, had a number of passports, I'd be in no way surprised. <laughs> yeah. It's just the idea that in South America he's going to present it, and they're going, but you're... And then, because of course they're going to look at it, aren't they? Because he's Ronaldinho. Yeah. And then I, they I, yeah. and actually the photographs I've seen of it online, it's a very poor thing, isn't it? If it, you it, if you ask, you've got you've got about forty children, haven't you? Yeah, if you ask your easily. youngest when she was about three or four to knock you up, what you think a passport looks like? That's essentially that what it be, was. Is, yeah. is, is it hand drawn oh, images? It is. Oh, well, fantastic! You'd have had it on a on the fridge with a yeah. magnet, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm not Ronaldinho. I'm Dean Ronalds. <laughs> also, also, so? he's the most extraordinary looking person. Yeah. He, there's no one else who looks no, like Ronaldinho. But I imagine, so the passport photo I've seen looks, like you say, it looks pretty uh, amateurish, but I imagine he has paid someone quite a lot of money for it, right? Oh, and well. so it, it probably must look quite similar to the way... It, we must, we're must. we looking at it through a, 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 from a position of, this is what our passport looks like. It looks professional, da 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 da, da. Yeah. But actually, it might be that Paraguayan passports I, I, look like that. As long <laughs> as this summit really... Cloak and dagger about it. Yeah. I approve wholeheartedly. 100%. I'm on his side here. Oh, this, and it's, the, oh, it's yeah. the greatest part. I mean, I, I love spy films of any kind, even if they're terrible. But, but, but for me, the biggest, when all the shooting is stopped and somebody is raising a photograph out of a passport and put another photo, it's one of the best moments of oh, all of them, isn't it? Is. Where, everybody in the spy world owns a scalpel for that exact purpose. Thoughts don't moustache, they? John. Yeah. Every, every, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here Obviously, we go. the new Jason Bourne where he's cutting out a picture of Ronaldinho. That's <laughs> supposed to be the only, the only football equivalent of people crossing a boundary. Boundaries um, and borders uh, in, in disguise. Of course, his uh, England probably mentioned Don Revy. Um, when uh, he, people were fed up with his time as England manager in the mid 70s, went off and then unheard football waters. He went off to negotiate with the Saudi Arabians while he was still England manager and wore a full Arab headdress yeah. and gown through Heathrow to be in disguise with the people who were going to employ him for a huge amount of money. Um, that, uh, wow. you, you remember this? Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think the huge amount of money was actually from England fans yeah. clubbing uh, together to pay for it to go and manage abroad, really, wasn't it, in the end? Uh, I, I, like, I, I resent in many ways the fact that you're much younger than me, Mark, but right. it, it does allow me occasionally to dance-plain things to you. Um, <laughs> the other thing that Don Revy did when he got the England job, and he was a terrible England manager, he was a very good manager of Leeds United, terrible England manager, his first squad that he picked, how many players? Oh, uh it's either high or low, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 40. 72. He brought 72... Because <laughs> you never in, know. You just never know. England qualified <laughs> players to a massive hotel in Hertfordshire, yeah. being near Wembley, um, and they the reports, to speak to people like Rodney Marsh, the reports about that England squad, he, he decided that in order to get these young... These, and remember, these are 70s footballs. They're not rich, but they're very leery. Um, and it's the only, you know, they're the ones, along with pop stars, you can get the ladies that they want um, and who go out drinking and they're all aspiring to be George Best. He thought he, the best way to entertain 72 professional footballers in an enclosed space 
was to play bingo and carpet bowls. I've never even heard of carpet oh, bowls. No. They were playing the length of the hotel carpet bowls. So Ronaldinho's disguised good. <laughs> Don Revy, just an excuse to tell you those stories about the great man. Um, and if Don Revy deserves to be in the appendix, what about David Moyes? Um, now, look. You'd think David, at the current moment, would have enough on his plate trying to work out how West Ham players could differentiate between a cow's backside and a banjo, yes. finishing-wise, right? At the moment, they're very confused. They're hitting the banjo with the cow's ass. Um, but they need to go the other way around, don't they? Um, but instead, we've had his musings on the Carabao Cup. Now, maybe at it's last. because he's a Scot and he remembers the glory days of something called the Anglo-Scottish Trophy. I'm sure you do, Mark. Hands across the wall. Absolutely wonderful When occasion. was this? When oh, was this? God, late 70s? 70s? Yeah, in yeah, the 70s. Okay. Uh, all the big, t- you know, the, the middle-ranking teams in the Premier League and the top teams in Scotland, maybe not Celtic Rangers, they played something called the Anglo-Scottish Cup. Um, those are the days when Scottish clubs really could compete with and, English and, clubs, by the and way. And bizarrely enough, from what, the, as you describe it, doesn't sound like the worst idea in the world no. by by modern standards, does it? And David Moyes is saying that the Carabao Cup should be replaced by a uh, a cup, a league cup, if you like, that takes in not just the Scottish but also the Welsh league, as I understand it, and the Northern Irish league, which means the upsides would be that you'd hear um, we'd hear uh, the New Saints would be in in the cup competition, and you get a chance to play at the football ground in Northern Ireland with the greatest name in world football. You get to play at Solitude. Mm. The, the ground of, is it Cliftonville? I'm not quite sure which of them, but one of the grounds is called Solitude. Um, and given the upcoming um, self-isolation from the coronavirus, Solitude is a brilliant place Perfect. to play your games behind en- closed doors. Ironically enough, a name of a song by Antonio Carlos Jobim, yet another Brazilian piece of music. You're, you're, you're a Brazilian music expert, which is good. Good. Which is good. I, I, I'm sure this theme won't run all the way through, though. <laughs> what about what about then? And all, I mean, the trouble is... If you do that, you're going to end up with Leicester City playing um, Kefflin Druids, um, uh, mm. Crusaders. But would, would Leicester count but, as being a, a, a mid-level side? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe that was just, is just, that just, worse than Stevenage in the League Cup? What do you mean? <laughs> well, if you're replacing the League Cup with a, with a, a cross-borders tournament, how would that be better or worse? You, in fact, wouldn't it be slightly more charming if you're, you get to play that game rather than... It actually just occurred to me, gone through my um, uh, walnut-sized brain, of course, what I think he means is it should probably be the Championship, the actual Football League, with Scottish Irish. And I was then going to say, what business of David Moyes is the Championship? And then I thought it through. A lot of business. Very likely a lot of business. He's going to be some fun fixtures from next season. Uh, That's exactly what he's doing. Hopefully the draw goes well. He can go home for for a couple of days, can't he? Um, Mark, you want to tell us uh, about, uh, well, uh, uh, fine football in his own time here in, in, in Britain and beyond, Denver Bar. Well, it's all about, and I, I defer to uh, to the other Mark in this particular situation, of course, the classic Mark two, old as day, we call him, yeah. yeah. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> or the one who currently isn't talking about the, the other Mark, which covers makes the process of elimination. <laughs> but it's the, the idea of comedy <laughs> being all about timing is Denver Bar, who knew? that this man was immaculate when it came to such matters because it was 0-13-14 season mm-hmm. uh, in April when Steve Gerrard, as you. I like to keep his rhythm going, <laughs> Monsieur Gerard, classic yeah. bossa nova groove I put on the Stevie Gerrard name there, yeah. um, slipped and basically, kind of almost single-handedly, 
gave the title to Manchester City. It could be argued. Liverpool's failure was was crystallised in that moment. In, wasn't in it? exact moment, exactly right. They lost the title by two points to Manchester City. There was a a tweet uh, just a few days ago, sort of an innocuous looking thing. It's a five a side game, and it's it's a bunch of fat fellas yeah. running around, one of whom could run no longer and Tangay simply and collapsed on the floor. Oh. And 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 <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah, clearly it was the behind closed doors training <laughs> game that Jose gave him that got him into the starting lineup. He goes down, and then the question is asked on that Twitter feed, what would you do? Because oh, like a sportsman exactly, thing. Exactly. Yes. The football, okay. the striker goes through and deliberately doesn't shoot at goal. He does the right thing. He passes it, yeah. back to the He keeper. does the, the, the honourable thing. Yeah. Demba Barr, having kept his powder dry now for upwards of, what's about seven or eight years, Nothing. sends back a one-word reply, score. Oh, <laughs> Demba. Because he well was done, the man sir. who did the very same thing in that game. Well done, Golden. sir. Really, really well played, good. Sir. Yeah, very good indeed. Um, goals, goalkeepers, uh, your next one. Well, we saw a lot. Of, I, I enjoyed the, the FA Cup being midweek, and I enjoyed the fact that the games went to penalties and all the rest of it. There was some penalty shootouts. It gave it a certain amount of je ne sais quoi, did it not? Jeopardy, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The game, this thing's going to be over. Um, no replay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the traditionist in me thought, how's that going to work? Because I, I can remember those games between Arsenal and uh, Sheffield Wednesday that went mm. on for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, but actually... The idea that we were going to see a result meant you. I was emotionally invested in the game. And the FA Cup's having a bit of a. I think it's been a decent season for the FA Cup. It's the first year for a long time where, where in this round there's no one outside the Premier League involved. So it shows that Premier League teams are it, 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 backing it, it again. At a time in the FA Cup where they're all sort of like running in the other direction in yeah, theory. Yeah, yeah exactly. in theory, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. actually, they, they, it looks like they're. They're taking it seriously, apart from obviously Klopp. Yes, uh, but so we saw a lot of penalty shootouts, but um, and of course we saw um, Tim Krull uh, in his special. It's his specialist subject, isn't it? Uh, saving penalties um, when he messed up, shall I say, the Spurs players with his bottle with all their message written, on a bottle, message he, in a bottle. It's more music written, stuff for you there. Written Mark. all their all the net, where Spurs players South tend American. to put their penalties on bits of masking tape and stuck them on his drinks bottle. Yeah, but if Tim is the how shall we say the prince of penalty savers? Oh, the we've, king. We've got a king. The king is. We've got a king. His name is Daniel Batz. Wow. Um, so this was in Germany. How's he spelling Batz? Uh, B A T Z. Okay. Z, so in, if you're English, like I, I am. I just uh, let me just. Um, yeah, got, I've got something to say about that. Of course, I have. Keep going. Okay. So this is four, fourth tier in Germany. It is in the uh, DFB Pokal Cup. Fourth tier Starbrucken knocked Bundesliga side Fortuna Düsseldorf out of the cup. Now that's impressive. Happens all the time that's... in Germany. Happens all the time. But in that's Germany. kind of national league. Is that with low national yeah. league level? Probably that, isn't it? Yeah. Why does it happen all the time in Germany? Uh, for some reason, there, uh, there are, and that's Spain, isn't it? They, the, the big two, they have put out very good teams. For some reason, their cup competitions reclaim that the FA Cup is wide open and all the rest the of it, magic. but it's always won by the top three. Um, in Spain and Germany, in particular, um, teams that, that, for oh, whatever oh. reason, partially I think it's because the lower team is always at home. Yeah, oh, so of course, the, the, yeah. The, and partially because it does go, there's never a replay. So that the lower teams are often they only get they only play at home. So that, I think that's the, the real reason right. why you get yeah. those results. Thank you forced me to think about that, Mark. Thank you oh, very sorry. much. Walked through nicely. Expecting that, were you? No. Um, so I mean, okay. So not impressive that uh, Bundesliga side got knocked out. But what is impressive no, is. is this this Daniel Batts. Yeah. Over the entirety of the game, he managed to save five penalties. Good man. Well, well Four in. of them in the shootout. 
and one of them in normal time. Five penalties in a game. Yeah, very good. I don't think I've ever seen or heard of that so before. You could, so no, I'm going to guess sort of like penalty taker three, four, you know, three and four or four and five. By that time, they're walking up and this keeper, yeah. it looks like about 10 penalties. That they just saw yeah. exactly. Yeah. This enormous man stood in front of a sentry box. Or, you know, that's all it's going to look like. So there, there like. were 10 penalties taken from each side. So and he saves half of them. He, yeah, he, he saves four, four of the ten, yeah. Well, The reason why I asked about his name being spelt is obviously the word bats in in English it means, you know, peculiar, uh, nutty to use another um, euphemism. I'm afraid I, I don't want to uh, go on the wrong side of the mental health thing, which we all take so seriously nowadays. But bats used to mean, oh, look, he's bats, right? Bats in the belfry, yeah. Yes, quite. So there's bats. One of the French squads that went to the World Cup in the 1980s, the three goalkeepers, their surnames were, and this will not inspire you in English, that they're going to do well in this tournament, and they didn't, Bats, Rust and Dropsy. The three goalkeepers were called (laughs) Bats, Rust and Dropsy. But that was like our 2010 campaign. Go on. England's World Cup in 2010, wasn't it? It was just awful. Oh, sure, but uh, I don't know how, b- how bad, badly France did, but you can't... Went from bats to rust into Dropsy. You yeah, cannot yeah. pick a goalkeeper called Dropsy. It just doesn't work, <laughs> does it? Um, and we'll finish uh, today's edition of the appendix, if I may, um, with actually something quite serious, but it, just uh, because, you know, the coronavirus, the viruses will go through certain populations... Uh, not if you live in a very hot country because the virus doesn't survive above a certain um, temperature and all the rest of it. Britain seems to be front and centre and that we will have to, and the whole point of the meetings and things is to make sure that the duration of the spike and the height of the spike is as contained and controlled and looked after as it possibly can be. However, it has led to football chaos. In Italy, the government decided that all the games will be in a Serie A for two weeks will be played behind closed doors. In Switzerland, for instance, they've just cancelled them all together and said we'll try and catch up at the end of the season. But in Italy, uh, the, the Serie A games are played behind closed doors. But in one of them at the weekend, Spal against Parma, the Minister of Sports, he was watching on the television and just thought, this isn't right. Um, so although the players are in the tunnel... They were then to go back to the dressing rooms while he argued with the government that they needed to close down all sporting events to stop any, even the players meeting each other. Um, and for 85 minutes, the empty stadium was on television screens while they had this argument about it. Now, I don't know what went on and whether the Italian government said, you know, you can't have a ghost town, you can't have no nothing going on in the, in the country because it will lead to people being freaked out, hence the buying and uh, hoarding of toilet paper. Incidentally, um, hoard beans and soup. Toilet, you have no use for the toilet paper if you've got no food, will you? And this is this is completely <laughs> uh, the wrong way around. People have to chase someone, haven't they? <laughs> they're right, they're yeah. wrong, they're, they're the wrong way around. The players eventually um, went out onto the pitch um, the Minister of Sport was overruled. Uh, Spal beat Palmer by a goal to nil. Um, and I just, uh, I probably bring it to your attention because I think it might be a foretaste yeah, of yeah, the chaos yeah. that we might be having in this country. In I hope not. Um, we must fight the virus. Football is important, but not that important. Um, but they need to get it right uh, to avoid mm. um, things like people sitting in uh, wine bars, in the case of Italy, all 12 feet apart from each other, staring at a blank screen of an empty stadium. Nobody wants that, do they? Still better than our three o'clock, though, this weekend. Oh, oh still oh, much more entertaining than those three o'clock, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, empty stadium. Those of no you who don't understand that joke need to get download the original podcast, <laughs> yeah. where that is a great appendix joke, where he's linked together the two programmes. Well, I've got to be brutally honest, though. The, 
the p- image of me sitting alone in a wine bar isn't that an unusual one to be brutal? <laughs> I, I, that's particularly if you've taken your wife to an uh, to an out of season olive branch display or whatever it was. <laughs> that's right, was it yes. a static owl sanctuary? <laughs> Table for one, please, this evening, Garcon. <laughs> You're lucky she allows you out. To be fair, <laughs> she doesn't. It's been fun. Thank you very much, as always, to Mark Smith and Mark Webster. Um, Mark Smith, of course, likes to advertise his other business now. Yeah, I do. Why don't you do it for me this time? Well, Football 365, a brilliant football site that I invented 20 years ago, um, unmatched, actually, over the years, I think it's fair to say, for talent and comedy, um, now has its own television show. Uh, bizarrely, Mark is the face of that TV show. Madness, really, yeah. yeah it is madness. They don't even call it a TV show anymore. That's how, that's oh, how long ago it oh, was. Oh, no, OK. It's, it's a, not on TV, is it? No, it's not. Well, it is. It's, it's a, I, I still call it a TV show because it sounds more glamorous. It's a web series. They call it a web series now. A web series. So it's all film, looks like a TV show, yeah. but actually it just goes out. Okay. Unless you've got a smart telly, in which case Simple you can question watch it on for telly. You. Makeup? Oh, yeah. That's a TV show. <laughs> Okay, thank you very, very much indeed. Mark Webster, do you want to you always do millions of things. What else do you want to tell us about? Thank you very much indeed for listening. Uh, very much indeed. Don't forget to download the Game Day uh, record book and podcast itself. Um, go to any of these places that sell, give away podcasts, um, and you'll be able to download it. It's been a pleasure uh, entertaining and informing you for the last uh, 15 or 20 minutes. Bless you all. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds? We set them. Form guides? We've got them. Expert opinions? We share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Ladbrokes. Odds updates on Talk Sport with Ladbrokes. Are you in? Let's go. Play at ladbrokes.com, 18+, be gambleaware.org, T's and C's apply. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.